You are listening to the Booth Podcast, Saskatchewan's home for unfiltered sports analysis, hot takes, and wild, wild conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of most ages, welcome back to the Booth NFL Podcast. I am your host, Kalen McFadden Carver. Joining me, as always, we got Davey O'Doyle. We got Richard Reese Shonsby. What's that? We is there a fourth? Is there a fourth? Ladies and gentlemen, back to the booth. I'd like to welcome Carter Wasser with the slide. Here is a guy that is ready to talk some football. We all are. Rich, we'll go Rich, Dave, and then Carter. How are we doing, Rich? I'm good. I am ready for what we're about to do. I won't spoil it yet, but it is going to be probably chaotic as fuck. Can't wait. Dave. I was the guy who masterminded this from idea to format to now conception of what this is about to be. I I orchestrated all this, so this is my fault, whatever happens here. In the span it's, of about, what, eight hours? <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Carter, how are you doing? Doing good. I'm happy to be back. Hey, hey you got to give the fans what they want. They were clamoring for you. Uh, so we are doing a four-man booth pod. And like Dave alluded to, this is going to be madness. Rich said it's probably going to be chaos today. You know, we, we we thought, Dave thought, you know, what do we got for news? Okay, we got the combine. Well, that's happened this weekend, so we'll talk about it next week. We got the franchise tags coming up. That's a next week issue. What we got right now for you is the Booth quarterback roadmap. Dave, explain this to, to the listeners. What do we have in store for them? So what we got here is we got we got ourselves a cosmic gumbo of quarterback to team. You know what I mean? So what we're going to do here is we we already did the random draft order. And we got and it laid done. out. We got, we got it laid out. It's me, Davey, and then it's Carve, and then it's Rich, and then it's Carter last. I think. Oh, nope. yeah. Yeah. Nope, I'm three. Nope. Okay. Carter three. Rich last story already screwed up, but that's why we're here. Hey, we're screw ups. Let's, let's keep it going. We are screw ups. But it's going to go top to bottom, snake order, back to the bottom, all the way through the top, that kind of order. What we're going to do here is we have a list of teams that we deemed as quarterback needy teams this offseason. And we have a list of 22 guys between the six draft eligible quarterbacks. And some of the best free agents or rumored names that are available. What we're going to do is we're going to pick me starting a quarterback to that team, how it's going to shape out. And then just as we're doing it here on the fly, everybody else is going to decide based off of those picks, how it's going. This is our quarterback roadmap. How are we feeling about this boys? You ready? I'm pumped. The dominoes are going to come crashing. They are going to fall, but, um, Think we've I think we've talked enough. I think it's time to get to it. I'm about to, I'm about to put up the, the Google doc or the little Word document that I put up. 
that has Easy. our quarterback desperate teams, as I put them. We have up top, we have some of the QBs, draft eligible QBs. And uh, we have our draft order here. Nice, nice and neat highlighted now. Oh, so my God. One. Pick one. That's me. What am I going to do? Who am I going to take off the board? So for pick one, I didn't know if I was going to play it safe. Or I was going to pick violence this morning. Um, what I decided to actually do, truthfully, is I decided to keep it safe. Uh, my pick one is one that I think would be crazy not to happen. And my pick is Derek Carr staying with the Raiders. So new head coach Josh McDaniels knows he has his guy. Derek Carr staying with the Raiders. I mean, and also we should we should preface this. Um, this is going to be, like he said, a cosmic gumbo, but it's also a nice balance of what we think is likely to happen or what we, you know, kind of predict we could see likely happening mixed with what we maybe want to have. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll keep it in the middle. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that up to the individual drafty at the time, but I'm going to say, I'm going to pick, pick it safe from the start because I think after all the chaos that team has been through after how well they did to make, even make the playoffs that Derek Carr should stay there and lead this team to something big. And I think Josh McDaniels needs his guy and Derek Carr is his guy. Yeah. I, that was their, bright spot this year was Derek Carr in the face of a cosmic gumbo of a season for the Raiders. How many times can we say cosmic gumbo in one episode? That's the real goal here. We're going to see. But yeah, just he was their bright spot for this entire season in a mess of a season. All right. So there we go. The Raiders and Derek Carr off the board. Next up, our next pick here goes to the main Matt Carr with pick two. This is the most stressed I've ever been in my entire life. So there's a lot of moves here that we can do, obviously. But this is going to seem like, depending on how you stand on this guy, either the bias in me or I'm a traitor, but everyone will know where I'm coming from. Jimmy Garoppolo, the Niners gave up a haul for Trey Lance last year to move up to get Trey Lance. They were worried about him being snagged. So they said, we're giving the farm for Trey Lance. They went and got him. I think he's going to get the start this year. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be moved out of town. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, for as dog shit as he is on the field, in my opinion, what is he? He is consistent. He is top three handoff guy in the league. He is a winner. He's mature. And unfortunately, that's everything Cleveland has not had. I think Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the Browns. Um, I think they, I guess they would have to trade him because he's not a free agent. So we will have Jimmy G going to Cleveland they don't have the most maturity in that QB room. They don't have a guy who – they don't have the guy, you know. Um, I think Jimmy G brings the – you know, for, for his skill set, I think that fits what Cleveland does. And I think Kevin Stefanski will uh, roll the dice with it. I don't – I hope that's not true. I mean – I hope I, it is because, I, I mean – I'd rather have Baker Mayfield screw that team forever, but – 
Oh, well, clear, clear bias he, in that one. I, I mean, Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G. Like, are they? There's not much. There's just it's less not like, ego. There's less ego with Jimmy. That's G. it. Yeah. Yeah, he'll just be like, "Yeah, I'll hand off the ball four hundred times if you want me to," and that's I, in the best interest of the Browns, right? What if Jimmy G goes to Cleveland and he absolutely becomes the most toxic person? That's <laughs> yeah, what I kind of hope. That'd be interesting. I love it. It'd be a nice story. It'd be a great story. I know Baker sucks, but Baker's a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. They'd be worse than him. I mean. <laughs> Jimmy's been to a soup. Jimmy's got two rings. <laughs> Jimmy's the only quarterback in the NFL right now with multiple Super Bowl rings. <laughs> I'm not willing to flat out say Jimmy Garoppolo is worse than Baker Mayfield. Not flat out. There's I don't know where you could say that, but I'm, Baker I'm, is god awful at points in almost the way Jimmy G equally or isn't at some points. Like he has a much higher ceiling at this point. Baker, absolutely. But I, you don't see it enough for me to even say I would rather have Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G. I don't feel that strongly. I feel like they're the same guy. It's like it's not even comparing apples to oranges because those are both appealing. It's like comparing I don't even know, like stepping in dog shit to stepping in cow shit. Like one's probably better than the other. I don't know which or which. I think you look at it and right now it looked like Baker probably had the worst season between the two quarterbacks just because he was asked to throw the ball. And they're both not great with decision-making yeah. when they throw the ball. Jimmy just wasn't asked to throw the ball as much as Baker was. Well, and I think that's the thing is, like, with both those guys, it's tough that they play quarterback in the NFL and their flaws are exposed when they're asked to throw it. But that's <laughs> – I think you could also say that Baker is literally – Baker, you could almost make the argument that, like, Baker Mayfield is the same as Jimmy G. He just plays through his injuries. Yeah, like I think – I mean, I agree with that. But what I would say is I think Baker's ceiling's a lot higher, but I also think Baker's floor is a little bit lower than Jimmy's. Right. So I'm taking a guy that – there's a marginal yeah. difference in floor, but a difference in ceiling. I'm taking the guy that's got the more upside. I think – Because he the will – The thing for me that I think is different is Baker Mayfield, yes, has a bit a more athletic, higher ceiling. But he he is what he is, and he's never anything more. Whereas Jimmy G has three games in him a year where he's like in the fourth quarter, he turns on super god mode, and I don't know why. I don't know how he decides it, but he does. And, and he it's always that. the three games that it's always like against the, the Dolphins and like okay. the Seahawks. He had the one Rams make the playoffs this year. Like I was gonna say, oh, yeah. I, I thought you were gonna go on a roll that he plays spoiler, and I would have bought into that. But if we were gonna say that you turns it on against the Dolphins, that's not helping his team. No, but he has these games where he just really turns it on, you know, and takes control of the game in a way Baker Mayfield never does. Sometimes Baker plays well, but he never controls the game. But he isn't at his worst. Like at his mid level, it's not as as bad as Jimmy's mid level. I agree with you, but. Anyways, I think this this conversation has got a lot of angles and has gone on for a while. We should get probably get to pick three, I'd assume. Okay. So, you know, the boys have been driving the bus. Yep. They've been keeping it between the white lines. Oh, dear. And then they let the new guy take the wheel. Okay. 
guys handed to me by freeing up Baker Mayfield. Oh boy. Let's put that guy under Bruce Arians. We're sending Baker to Tampa. Jesus. Right? They're losing their whole line. They need to, you know, build an offense on play action. The guy thrives in play action ball. All right. Maybe, you know, you take a guy with a, you know, wild mentality like Baker, you put him in Florida. It could be a recipe for disaster, but it might also be electric. That guy, speaking of that, yeah, he needed to be in Cleveland because nothing happens in Cleveland. We saw what happened when he was in Oklahoma and he was a mess. And nothing yeah. happens in Oklahoma either. Just a little bit more than Cleveland. I think like, I think for Baker to work, you could almost make the argument he has to be in a market with other stars. He can't be the biggest star in his city. Like he, and I understand that 50, 50% of this pod will fight for Baker and defend and 50% of this pod will bury him at every chance. And that's what's brilliant. But I think like if you put him obviously not LA, but like if you put him in that same kind of market where it's like, he might be the 10th or 12th biggest star in his city, maybe some of that gets calmed down and he's like, okay. I can just focus on ball, but in Cleveland, it's like shit. Anytime there's a Cleveland story, we always talk about. I wonder what happened with Baker, and it's like, well, guy just doesn't handle that stuff well. I feel like he needs a toxic environment to thrive in, <laughs> and and it, it can't just be him creating a toxic environment. You need to create like he, yeah, like Bruce Arians would tear him apart, and he would probably love that. Just because I, I weep for Mike Evans. That guy tall. Oh, yeah, no. And now he's like, yeah, I get Baker Mayfield. <laughs> oh. Hey, Baker will throw it up to him. Oh, he'll get he'll will get it be accurate? No, but will it be there? Sure. No, no. Mike Evans has put up a thousand with the worst quarterback. Just a quick Nate three of them. Just a quick pause. Um, um this is just a quick little timeout to just appreciate Mike Evans. And like I understand that everyone knows how good he is, but Mike Evans is is real good and 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 he needs his credit and he's he's an ultimate you know he was an AM guy and then he was just a quiet put his head down work guy and yeah he's made it work with fucking everyone and that's insane I don't know if he'd be able to do it with Baker though yeah like, but, but Carter wants to happen so it's gonna happen what was that call? I said Carter wants it to be the be so so it is so it is so. It is so. So it is. And that brings us to Richie Rescange with the back-to-backs here. Rich has a chance to completely befuddle his boys. Yeah, he actually does. So yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> to be honest, I forgot this was a snake and only have one pick prepared. So we're going to do this <laughs> on the fly. That's but okay. the first thing I'm going to do, call me a homer. Tell me I'm doing it as a Vikings fan. Can't wait. You're doing it like, and I'll tell you right now. I don't know you're you're Homer. Good <laughs> by Kirk. Kirk Cousins is moving on from Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings will trade Kirk Cousins to the Carolina Panthers. That one I could actually see. That's realistic. Yeah. I'm going to go away. A lot of people have been rumoring 
I mean, we've seen this trade rumored for a few weeks now, maybe a week. Um, it, the more we see it, it doesn't sound like it's going to happen, but I, there's always this scenario where it happens last minute, right before the draft, uh, the picks start flowing and, and it happens. So I'm going to say it does. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that Sam Darnold goes the other way. I think he's going to stay in Carolina as well or move on to a different team. Sorry, Sam. He's a, uh, he's a backup. He's, he's a, a backup. backup. He'll be a good backup, but he's he, a backup. He'll be a, he'll be a fine backup. And I um, really like Sam. Yeah, so so we'll put we'll put Kirk. It's time for the Vikings to rebuild. I mean, you already got like, Zim's out. I mean, you know, we were talking about it before we started. You know, Thielen might be a cap casualty. You got in O'Connell there. It is what it is. You know, you had a couple deep playoff runs, NFC Championship appearance. You know, had some good seasons. Kirk just isn't isn't the isn't the answer there. It's time to it's time to accept that and just move on. Now, Rich, I have a question for you. Yeah. In your scenario, does this so you guys ship off Kirk? Would your plan be to draft or see what Kellamon can do? Well, let's see what happens later in this draft, Carter. Okay. 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 I like this. Rich, still Rich, your still your yes. Pick. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do something for you, Carter. We bring him home. We're gonna bring someone home. Oh no! It's not gonna be the guy you want. <laughs> I think Honestly. he's a fit. For the Denver personality. Rich, I'm going to interrupt you for one quick second. I'm looking at our list of guys. I'm taking damn near every one of these guys over who we have, so I'm happy with whatever you do. Oh, yeah, you should be happy. I don't think this guy wins you a Super Bowl immediately, but I think he makes you better than you are. The Colts are going to send Carson Wentz to the Denver Broncos. I, I think know. that's a guy who just fits that Denver personality. That we're up chill. in the mountains, outside of the city. There's nothing but <clears throat> nothing. Oh, it's I, I love it. Um, will we make the playoffs? Maybe. Is it going to be good? Probably not. But I like the fit. I love Carl Wentz. He'll he will throw it deep. Teddy wasn't going to. So yeah, I, I like, I like this. I like this pick because it's. It's, he's a little bit more risky, but he's a little bit more athletically upsided than Teddy. And he's a better athlete. And he's, for, for what he is, he's still much better, even throwing a deep ball than Drew Locke, right? He's going he's gonna to have the short memory. He's going to throw the ball. You have receivers that can catch the ball if they're given a shot, right? With that running attack, it'll be a little bit, not like Jonathan Taylor, but with that backs, or if you just keep Javante, whatever, whatever your back situation is going to be, it's going to be a factor. So this is a good situation for Carson Wentz as long as he doesn't lose to the Jags in the last week of the season, right? That's so. That's and to play in mile high, like it's, I don't know what the exact numbers. I want to say fifty-two eighty above sea level. Richie might know that. Oh, anyway, something like that. It's the air is thin. All right, the field's always hard because it's cold. Like you have to be tough to 
play there. I mean, say whatever you want about Carson Wentz, whether he's a good quarterback or not, he's tough. And I mean, last year, he only threw seven picks. I think the number was now. They were the most erratic, terrible picks I've ever seen. But only I'm, seven. I'm taking a few terrible picks over Teddy and Drew. So, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like that pick, Rich. Good. So do I. Okay, so, I mean, I guess we can leave. I guess we'll leave the Vikings. I was going to say, should we cross them off? But we'll leave them for now. We have oh, because, yeah, I don't think they have a quarterback yet. Yeah, we'll leave it. This brings us back to main man, Carter Alt. Yeah. Okay, I think I call him. Can't bring anyone else to Denver. You already called no, no, Carl. I, I, was, I was purposely <laughs> staying away from him because we all know what I want, and they would have been too easy. Yeah. No, but this one, I'm, I'm going to keep it in the AFC North. This will be the first quarterback drafted. Pittsburgh Steelers bring Malik Willis home. I've actually seen it around, you know, a couple mock drafts here and there that it could happen. And the guy's a freak athlete. It's a great coaching staff. Rich, I know you don't hate the Steelers. Get out. Get out. No, I don't hate the Steelers. I don't like them, but I don't hate them. Uh, I think it's a good move. I think, I mean, we've seen came out today that Malik Willis doesn't think he's a good fit for Pittsburgh, which is a little weird, but I could see the whole, let's take him anyway. We like him. They've been putting in the work, obviously, to talk to him and and interview him and, and are doing their homework on him. So obviously they're interested. We might see a little bit of a, an Eli Manning scenario here where he doesn't really want to play for the team, but I don't think he would refuse to play for the team. I think he would reluctantly play for the team, but. If he refused to play for the team, he's my favorite player. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, he, that one, that one cut deep and not because of the location, because I had something lined up, but it's okay. That's why we do this draft. So now it's think on the fly. Um, yeah, they could go from old, immobile, you know, just terrible human being, white guy, to young, quick, athletic, seems like a good person. Uh, switch it up. This one, my next pick here. Had one lined up, but I, I almost like this better. All right, so we talked about it before we started. Daniel Jones is poopy. He's not good. Ryan Dable. Ryan Dable comes into the Giants, OC of the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, when he was drafted, was a project. He was a raw prospect out of Wyoming, big arm, athletic, big guy. They turned him into an MVP candidate, you know, one of the best QBs in the league. Last year, who was behind Josh Allen? Wolf Mitch Trubisky. Big kid, decent arm, athletic, a project. A project that was developed by Matt Nagy, and he fell off the rails and sucked. I don't necessarily think Trubisky is 
a great quarterback, but Brian Dable knows him. He knows that Mitch Trubisky knows the system. I think New York Giants make a play for Mitch Trubisky. I guess they would have to make a trade for him. Um, what? What is he free agent? Is he free agent? I think so. Even better then. Uh, they acquire Mitch Trubisky. Um, you could say they have a battle in camp. I mean, I think Daniel Jones has 37 turnovers in his career. <laughs> Trubisky's the only quarterback to ever start 50 plus games without a pick six. Okay. I saw that stat and I could spend a 15 minute rant going off on how all the stat that is, but continue. Hey. It is a stat, my friend. But it doesn't mean anything. Hey, Andy Dalton and Dalton Schultz are the only two players in NFL history to complete a pass from quarterback to tight end with the same last name, the same first name. But that's a stat. It doesn't mean anything. It's a stat. And so Trubisky goes to New York. He says, oh, I bought a bunch of blue and red accessories to match my Buffalo Bills gear. I can keep those? Awesome. He's happy about it. Uh, it's just a handshake all around. Brings him in for a year. Not saying he's the answer there or anything like that. Bring in another quarterback to be like, hey, Danny, your job isn't safe. I'm not Joe Judge. I'm not, I didn't draft you. I have no allegiance to you. And that's the thing you always hear is like these coaches, these GMs, if you didn't draft the guy, you have no ties to him. You're Brian Dable was brought in there because things were so bad. Like it, coaches don't get fired when things are good. So, obviously, they have to fix something. Get get a QB that you already know. You know, fits the skill set of a guy that you made work. Why not? Trubisky to the Giants. Actually, as much as I don't like Trubisky, I can make that pick. Because what picks do you say they have? They have, like, five and seven. Five and seven. So, like, the Giants aren't a quarterback away from being good. They're everything away from being good, except for a running back that they'll probably lose. And Kadarius Tony, who... They're ruining him there. Anyway, get a quarterback now that can just be kind of your filler. And, I mean, he is young, so if he pans out, they're great. Yep. He's a free agent. You don't have to trade anything for him. You can use your two top ten picks to address anything else. Knowing them, they'll probably go two running backs, but we'll see. Um, and then, you know, you see what those guys turn into, and then you keep building year for year. Like, I actually feel like – I'm just going to address something that Carter said. He said they, they're more than a quarterback away. They have Blake Martinez. What else do you need? Holy shit. Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> but that's – dude, Blake Martinez is slow because he's eating a bunch of eggs and dairy. No, he stopped eating eggs and dairy. What? He yeah. stopped? He had a slight allergy, and now he's the man. Oh, my God. Did it improve his speed and reflexes? You bet. You bet. Oh, my God. I might throw money down on the Giants for the chip. <laughs> okay all right <laughs> so that brings back to me right yeah that brings it back to you you got you got the uh turn of the century my my dear boy you have two picks here uh oh shoot do i oh snap okay i got one pick and i i this well one... you have two so you should probably get another hey thanks i'll keep that in mind so perfect perfect for this pick i'm gonna have they don't need a quarterback right now but i'm gonna take sam howell get drafted by the Falcons um I think Sam Howell is the quarterback that I like the most um he's decently athletic but he's not too ridiculous I like Matt Ryan can't relate to him and help him right um 
he's he's the only quarterback in this class that's like the true junior, like most quarterbacks are when they come out in the draft. Um, he's played with a lot of chaos. Like he didn't have good players at North Carolina, especially in his last season. So I think he gets his break here. He learns from a guy like Matt Ryan. And I think the Falcons get their guy that they know in a couple years time might be ready. But for now, they take a guy and let him develop. And I pick it to be Sam Howell. Yeah. I mean, that <clears throat> makes sense. And like Matt Ryan is yeah MVP winning quarterback who just did at the end of his career. And that's the way it works and get a guy in while Matt Ryan still has an arm, somewhat of an arm and have him develop. You have Ridley, you have Kyle Pitts, you know, you got a young, you got young weapons that you can, they have some decent pieces on the line. Not great, but yeah, I mean, I like that actually. I like that a lot. I think it makes, I think that makes a lot of sense to develop them. They just, Atlanta has to do it carefully because they can't let him develop too long and then have Pitts, AJ Terrell, Owl's contract all hit at the same time. Right. But if they kind of give him that year, and then he ends up being something that's perfect. And then I have another pick, eh? I do. There's one really spicy one I want to pick, and there's one really safe one, and I don't know which one to do. Do the spicy one. Do the spicy DC. one. Okay, so my spicy one is Deshaun Watson doesn't go to prison. What? Okay. Spicy, Holy hottest of hot takes. So Deshaun Watson doesn't go to prison. And he goes to the commanders. The first commanders quarterback, the new uniforms, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, a, a corrupt owner for a, for a morally corrupt quarterback, Deshaun Watson. It's a match made in hell. <laughs> right? That's the spicy one. He's going to go to Washington. They have a good defense, decently good defense. They have some weapons. They just need a guy to put it together. They can get a decent amount of wins with Heineke, but with a guy like Deshaun Watson, that's dangerous in a pretty bad division, honestly. So, hey, see how that goes for uh, Schneider and uh, Watson and the boys in Washington. Um, that's amazing. Uh, so he's innocent, is what we're saying. <laughs> well, well, that's not the hot takes we're here for. <laughs> he's he's not guilty, but he sure as shit isn't innocent. Um, there, there's going to be enough of these going in pockets that he won't go to jail. That's what I'm saying. Boom, boom. Um, yeah, all he needs is an owner who's willing to flex his moral compass to pay off the right people. And I think Dan Snyder fits the bill, no pun intended. Okay, uh, moving on. This brings it back to myself the Texans suck um they're not good they have Davis Mills who had hey he had a respectable rookie year but uh, much in the same vein that James Robinson had a fantastic rookie year and they went ahead and drafted their running back in the first round I don't think the Texans will go with the first round I do think they will draft a quarterback um, and I think they will take Desmond Ritter. I don't think Desmond Ritter's a very good prospect. I think he's maybe out 
he might be the weakest in this of the top crop kind of coming out this year. Um, and I think that's why the Texans take him to be a hundred percent honest with you. I, I don't think the Texans have so much wrong with them and they've given me no hope or belief that that's going to change anytime soon. Um, again, Davis Mills had a good rookie year. I just get that sense where they're going to bring in another guy, just whether it's for a competition, whether it's for whatever it is, trade bait even. I don't even know if Davis Mills is going to stick around. Maybe they do ship him off. I don't know. But for right now, they're going to draft Desmond Ritter, bring him in, compete with Davey Mills, and Brandon Cooks is going to hate his life. And I'm sorry. Like, that's – it's hard. It just – he's paid his dues. Brandon Cooks is the second receiver ever to have four 1,000-yard seasons with four different teams. Brandon Cooks, that's it. Good job. He's kind of like much in the same way of Mike Evans, but Mike Evans is quarterbacks. He has teams. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, fun fact. I don't. This is turning into a Brandon Cooks podcast. Brandon Cooks, younger than Cooper Cup. Yep. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> I'm done. Desmond Ritter, Texans. Fuck it. Is it me? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not as hot as Baker to Tampa, but envy. No, no, this one is kind of in the realm of possibility. <laughs> so, to the same cap space doesn't exist, it hasn't for a couple of years. Now it's kind of starting to bite them in the ass a little bit. So, I don't think they bring in another patchwork quarterback like Jameis or Mariota or anything like that. I think they go with a long term guy who they can afford, which they draft. I mean, the way that team's built is they have a great defense. Um, they have a great offensive line. Armstead might still be leaving, but still a pretty good line overall. And, I mean, when you've paid Kamara, you got to use them. So, I think they go with a quarterback who's young. They draft Kenny Pickett. Big arm. Let him develop okay. there. Let him just hand it off Kamara, pass it off Kamara, whatever they can do. He's got Michael Thomas there for now. Who you never know deals with him if he's hurt or not. Or willing to play there. And I'm not even sure what his contract is. I can't imagine it's friendly <laughs> or, or or short. I don't know what year he is in it, isn't it? But I don't know. I think it's a good fit for him. And it's a place where he doesn't – they can still compete where he doesn't need to be the guy right away just because of the way the team's built, good defense in one game. Yep. Unfortunately, not Sean Payton anymore, but it is what it is. Well, he, you know, Sean Payton's out. That is That sucks. But they have an absolute – Hollywood darling at head coach. So I think they're going to be just fine. I only like Kenny Pickett, strong arm. Only thing I worry about is he's going to be able to put the ball in between the, um, the bars of the jail cell to Camara. But if he can, oh, right. If he can, <laughs> then, then, <laughs> then it's wheels up. <laughs> I actually Full like disclaimer. Yeah. Forgot about that. Well, that's the thing is, like, I don't know what's going on with that situation. I don't support anything Kamara did. I Allegedly. totally forgot about that. Allegedly. But I'll, I'll die on it. That they, they draft. <laughs> well, honestly, I think with or without that, that's a good – it's a good fit. Um, don't pay running backs. Um, yeah, I can see the Saints actually drafting a guy. 
I think they, um, correct me if I'm wrong, they promoted their DC, Dennis Allen, right, to head coach officially. Yeah, I think everyone thought it was coming. They officially did it. So, yeah, strong defense, strong run game. They're built like an early 2000s, late 90s NFL team, and I kind of love it. Um, I just hope that, you know, they figure out that cap situation. But honestly, like, bring in Kenny Pickett. Do it. Kenny Pickett's my favorite quarterback in the – I mean, I think he's most great at play in the league. I don't know if he has the highest ceiling of all the guys, right. but I think he's most pro ready. It's kind of sad that Kenny Pickett is the best quarterback in this draft class because he's it's a weak QB class. Like it's, it's not, not amazing. No, it's not a good, it's not a it's not a great QB class. And again, all these guys could pop off and we look like a bunch of buffoons. We don't know, but as of right now, it's like, I think Kenny Pickett is probably the best. Um, but again, that, that speaks volumes in and of itself, but you know, it's been a while since the saints drafted the QB. They've, uh, it's been a while, yeah. they, they, they've had a guy there, you know, we all watched Ian book versus the dolphins. I don't know if he's the answer. Um, he could be, Not betting on that one, though. This brings us back to Richie Sconge with two picks. Which do I want to do first? Well, we'll go with the Vikings again. What are we going to do? Now that we got rid of Kirk, I think we do roll with Kellen Mond on a short leash because right behind him is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's a, I could see that happen. I think we're going to do what the Dolphins did, is you give the young buck, you're the starter, buddy. You go in. Until, until we need to win it. <laughs> you go in and try and win the game, and then as soon as you see he's not winning the game, in comes Fitz. At this point, I feel like Fitz, like what is he's not going to do anything right now that's going to make or break his legacy. I feel like if I was fit, I'm just trying to check off teams. I'm trying to hit all 32. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. stop in Minnesota? Sure. Why not? I'm the mile high. We'll give you a game. You see him on one game? <laughs> <laughs> you trade a guy mid-game? Um, okay. All right. Well, before the deadline, yeah, I think. Hypothetically, Denver, Minnesota play next year. I don't know if they do. Hey, Swamp Jersey. <laughs> Swamp Jersey. Oh, hey, Fitz, we're, flip, we're flipping you to the Vikings. Or we're flipping you to the Broncos. 32 teams, 16 games. He get every team done this season if we do this right. Well, plus, if we take out the ones he's already played for, which is 30 of 32, then <laughs> we're, is it, we're is it just Minnesota and Denver he needs? Oh, three. One game. He's played for Cincinnati. Have and, and you were just in the Super Bowl. I don't know if that's coincidence. <laughs> He's played for Tampa. They just want a Super Bowl. Holy shit. What is going on? Going on is Fitz is going to Minnesota. I like that. Roll with Kellen Mond. What was it, yeah. Rich? Was Kellen Mond a third, third round? He Fourth was round? early third round. Yeah. Early third. 
why not see what you have what if you do hit lightning in a bottle and that's awesome and if not like you said it's a third round pick no no skin off your back there's like very few things that this podcast has brought me that i'm like hey i want to see that but like ryan fitzpatrick with his head turned around throwing a ball up and justin jefferson bringing it down to gritty in the end zone i want to see it i'm on board with that that sounds great let's make it happen yep Ryan Fitzpatrick seems like a guy who would just go nuts for the skull chant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he might be thought ass naked by the end. Every he, time I go. He basically is a Viking. <laughs> like, a yeah. real life Viking. Yeah. Dude, one of those things like, <laughs> all those hits that can cuss like quarterbacks and they're trying to slide and stuff. He just do one of those, except he get up. <laughs> just like, all right, You're like holy shit! Like Ryan actually has horns out of his helmet. Like this guy's insane. <laughs> Love it, Rich. What do you got? What do you got next for us? Well, I better fill that hole I left in in Indianapolis as well. Um, I don't know who I want to send there. I have a few options, but I think I'm going to go. I think they're one of those teams that pick up a later QB because they're, I don't know, like like we are in this draft. Everybody's gone. Some of the big names are gone. We're getting to a tough point. I think the Colts are going to bring in Teddy Bridgewater. I think, I think it's just a real possibility. I think it's a safe move. Teddy's one of those middle-of-the-pack quarterbacks. He's, he's not going to win you a lot of games. He's not going to lose you a lot of games himself. He's going to be that middle-of-the-road quarterback, and you can kind of work to figure out what you want to do at quarterback in the future when you have Teddy Bridgewater. He's, he's, he won't elevate your team, but he, he's not going to make it worse unless you had a stud kind of is a good baseline if it shows you what your roster is without a quarterback yeah exactly <laughs> yeah does that make does that make sense it though? makes sense but it's that was hilarious it makes 100 percent sense but it's like yeah. if you started no one at that position that's what your roster is because yeah. <laughs> he's starting a bad guy but you're not starting anything good he's you're, he's a lot of competency right yeah He's Teddy Bridgewater maybe hasn't made like he might be a genius because first round draft pick and then has just made millions and millions of dollars by being like it's never been like ups and downs it's just constantly he's he's not well (laughs) if we count his knee technically the timeline exploded but he's not bad enough to lose jobs but he's not good enough to keep them yeah and that's why he's you know a journeyman which makes sense Randy. i mean they got a they got a back there that they can get the ball to so and then hines is an absolute stud um this would bring us to back to Carter. Carter, we're okay. getting we're getting to the nitty gritty here. Okay. Someone's gonna hit a little bit close to home, but Rich already gave Broncos a quarterback, so I can't bring one in. So we're gonna do what's probably gonna end up happening if he doesn't retire. Green Bay 
They've made room for him. It's where he's always played. It's where he should retire. He's staying in Wisconsin. Go Cheeseheads. Aaron Rodgers is staying a Packer. Don't you ever say go Cheeseheads on this podcast. I've never. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever said that out loud. Not just on this podcast. I mean, ever. everyone. Ever. I didn't feel that. The thing about a Green Bay Packer fan is like you have to look in another man's eyes or you have to look in your kid's eyes and you have to say, son or daughter, you, you hold them and you say, we're cheese heads in this house. And you have, if you laugh, they're like, oh, dad, that's ridiculous. You have to be serious about it. And you have to say, listen, we're cheese heads. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. Um, yeah, I mean... It's been what since last draft, right? It's coming up on a year of Aaron Rodgers speculation. Where's he going? Denver, you know, Green Bay, uh, Carolina. Like it, it looks like he's just going to stay again. I, I feel like something would, I don't know, every time I read something, it's different. Some people say the deal would have been done by now, but then a lot of people say the longer it goes on like this the more likely he's gonna get traded so at this point i'm not getting my hopes up i'm just gonna believe whatever i see yeah and i feel like well the thing thing that like i a lot of people forget is like he's not a free agent like he he is able to control whether he retires or whether he plays he doesn't have any say of where he goes they restructured his contract last year. Rich, you actually quite a bit of a Yeah, so He's they restructured his contract because that was part of the holdout with him was they restructured his contract to basically give him the opportunity to seek out a trade or kind of control his own future. So I think they would also grant his release if they asked, if he asked for but it. But doesn't, doesn't Green Bay have to agree to the trade? Yeah. They would have to time. agree to the trade. It's not – they can't – Aaron Rodgers can't say, hey, I found somebody willing to give us a seventh round. It's basically like they're basically all operating on good faith. Exactly. Exactly. Honestly, when it comes to contracts, Aaron Rodgers is in the same situation that anybody who's not a pending free agent is. Yeah, Yeah. it's just that him and Guttenkunst have allegedly talked or, or, you know, have this handshake agreement. You know, yeah. it's, it's Rogers saying, I promise to bring you a good trade. And it's the team saying, we promise not to send you to Detroit. Like, you know, that, that, that's what is, the agreement. Well, there's a certain song that I, I keep up with their opinions and stuff. And they were proposing Detroit trade. And I think that's absolutely hilarious. One final fuck you to Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, Rogers stays. I mean, I feel like, I feel like the longer it goes on, that's what it's looking like. But, yeah. um, Hey, good job. Okay. This is getting tough here, fellas. Um, okay, this brings us to my pick. Um, it's getting tough. We just had a little uh, impromptu break. But I'm going to say the Lions stick with Jared Goff because what are they going to do? I think I'm – I don't know the contract structure enough. Again, probably should. But I feel like if they cut him or something, they would have a massive penalty because he signed – Jared Goss agent deserves all, all the credit in the world. Wow. What a move. Um, but I think they will stick with Jared Goss. However, I think 
the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. We all know what kind of a guy Dan Campbell is. Loves football, loves building a culture. He's going to bring in Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor has bounced around the league, was a backup in Baltimore, Super Bowl champion, uh, and since then has basically been fucked out of a career. Um, and he's still a very respected QB around the league, had you know, a syringe stabbed into his lung by his own team doctors, and he kept on trucking. Um, well, no, because Herbert ended up having it. Well, he, but he was alive. He yeah. punctured his lung, but he didn't die. And Dan Campbell loves guys that love football. Tyrod clearly could have retired three times over by now. <laughs> Just loves to play football. Bring him in there, and honestly, Tyrod and Jared Goff can battle out the starting job. <sighs> battle out the starting job, and, you know, I mean, Tyrod's done stuff. Jared hasn't. Who knows, but I think the Lions will bring in Tyrod Taylor. That would be an interesting discussion on its own not for this pod but which quarterbacks in the league it is are is Tyrod Taylor better than Jared Goff I think that list might be longer than I mean Jared Goff oh, for yeah. sure but I just think that Tyrod Taylor is so underappreciated yes I think he's better than I don't want to say a lot of starting quarterbacks but a decent number there's you could look at the league and honestly like I'd say if you threw him, if if Josh Allen, well, okay, yeah, we can't start playing the ifs, ands, and buts game. But, you know, in the AFC East alone, if he went back to Buffalo, you know, he's better than Zach Wilson. He's better than, I'd say, Tua and Mac Jones is an argument for. But, yeah, Tyrod, Tyrod's good. And it's never been – he's never lost a job because of skill. Or lack thereof. It's always been unlucky circumstances or injuries or something. Um, so yeah, I think he goes to Detroit and they have a battle in camp. I think honestly, if it came down to that, Dan Campbell would. If Tyrod obviously kept the skill set that he had pre-injury with the Chargers or whatever, I think Tyrod would beat out Jared Goff because Dan Campbell would be like, "Oh, this guy gives a shit." Jared. Has already gotten paid. He doesn't care. I don't know if Jared Goff holds. Jared's a bitch. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, I, I, I agree with that, but I'll keep it rolling here. Um, this one's basic, easy. I think it's realistic. Russell Wilson staying in Seattle with the Seahawks. I don't think, from what I hear, Pete Carroll's not going to get fired. Even if Russ wants to trade, they're not going to trade him, I don't think. And he's too nice of a guy that he's not going to hold out. He's just going to go with it, go Hawks. It's going to be Russell Wilson sticking with the Seahawks, trying to make a run of it. Still, status quo has not changed. Tough division. They need a quarterback. I think Russ stays. Yeah, it's uh, – I think that's the – I think we all kind of stayed away from Russ because we're all in the same boat where yeah. it's like – that might have been the easiest one on the list right now. Right. But I got another one after that. I thought you were going to say, yeah, but I said it. No, well, I did say it, but I have another <laughs> one. Okay, yeah, you have your. this is your turn of the uh, draft here. And then I have Andy Dalton going to be the backup in Miami. I think they just want somebody as a backup, someone reliable, someone with experience. And I think uh, Andy Dalton's going to be the guy to Miami to continue his trek of being a backup quarterback. 
Yeah. We, um, I guess we can talk about it now. Um, Dave, you recently have had a, a, I don't know if it's coming to God moment or an acceptance. I know we, we talked about it where you, for years, there was an animosity and a hatred in your heart, in your stomach, in your mind at the thought of the red rifle, but you have since found Joe Shiesty and you now have the guy and, and you, you told us, you know, Hey, I have no ill will towards, towards Andy anymore. You know, thank you for your service. It's, it's one of those things. It's tough to be there at the time and have teams like all those teams from like 2013, 14, 15, that were really capable of making a deep run. And then just know that Andy Dalton is one of the main reasons why you're not going to get there. It was tough. And to see Marvin Joe or Marvin Lewis just stay there. Like, no, we don't need anything else. We got Andy Dalton at the helm. It's tough. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow, but when it comes down to it, the grass is always greener on the other side. We got the main man. We got Joe Burrow, Joey franchise, Amanda Elias to a Super Bowl win one day. Um, and now that I'm past that, I can look back. Hey, we all knew what Andy Dalton was, but the dude was solid, solid enough at times. He was great for the community. He was a great leader and great ambassador for the Bengals. Thanks for your service. It was what it was. Now that we're out of it, I can look back fondly on, on the times he had, because he had some really great seasons in Cincinnati. He truly did. Him and AJ Green were electric for a while. Tyler Eifert, the works. But, um, hey, man, I'm rooting all the best for Andy. You know, he went to Dallas. I like Dallas. He went to Chicago. I like Chicago. You know what I mean? I just uh, hope he gets some more money before he gets out, you know. All the best, I, uh, to him. all the best to him in his Christian lifestyle. God bless you, Andy Dalton. Keep it up, big bless boy. You. God bless you, Andy. And I mean, just scumbags on the Dallas O line to not defend him when he was laying there unconscious. Just you can't have that. Um, but I would love to see like. So he's going to Miami next year. Dave, the way he said it. Um, but I would love to see like, let's say like, you know two, three years down the line, Bengals are on their championship run. And, you know, Ryan Finley or, or Brandon Allen, they're they're gone, okay? Ryan Finley's already gone, but... Ryan Finley is gone, okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. So Brandon Allen's gone, and you guys pick up the phone. You say, hey, Andy, you know what this is? We all do. Come on, come on back. Let's, let's do this thing. You guys make it to the chip. You win it. Andy Dalton's just on the bench. You know what it is. He comes in for the final kneel down. He takes it. Cincinnati faithful. Just he, that would be that would be a heartwarming moment for. for I, I didn't I didn't start him in the Super Bowl, but when I got Madden twenty two in my first Bengals season, you know, when every once in a while it does the thing where it makes your quarterback miss one game. It's like oh he strained his calf for a game, yep. and then I straight up signed Andy Dalton to play in that game. And then he was on our Super Bowl run. So this has played out in my Madden franchise already. And I'd be I'd be okay. I'd be okay to see it, man. Just let Andy one last ride in Cincinnati, the team he grew up with drafted. Let him be on the bench to see Joe Burrow lead us to greatness. Hoist the Lombardi trophy one time. I'm okay with it. And Andy would always Andy was proud to be a baby. He sure was, absolutely. They were well, they were they were playmakers, you know, and 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 this one for Andy. Could you imagine? You actually, I don't know what your owner sounds like. 
This one's for the backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you have Joe Mixon. This one's for 2011 second round. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for Andy. Who's just are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that would be electric. <clears throat> um, Is it- so as, as, far, as far as this bracket goes, we're really down to the nuts and bolts of it. Um, there's like two guys who I want to bring up and ask you guys about. And we can we can just yeah we'll just we can just up. talk yeah there's yeah. four guys in total I want to talk to you guys about two they, guys in the draft which we can just hypothesize together where maybe who will draft them and then two quarterbacks left um so the first one is we have the Panthers with Kirk Cousins what do we think happens to Sam Darnold he's a backup to Kirk Cousins I think he probably sticks around as their backup okay. Which is, which is fine then. Then he can just stay there. Um, a guy who I think deserves a, a chance to win a job, I don't really know where, but the next guy is Marcus Mariota. He's a free agent. What do we think happens with Marcus? When I was, when I was um, doing my Mitch Trubisky to the Giants, right. Marcus Mariota crossed my mind um, because – I mean, Brian Dable's playbook has so many QB runs and designed runs, and right. Mitch can move, but it's more of like, like not design, like it's more like improvised, improvised and stuff. Um, so I could see him going there, but um, I, I have a thought. If, if you don't want to commit to that, I'm I am non-committal to that. I like Chicago, okay. just to be yeah. back, be a back of the fields. I mean, I think they're similar. Oh, like, very. You know, play yeah, styles anyway. Know. I just I, – I think it'd be kind of like enter for Justin put him Fields. No, probably as a backup quarterback. But The thought I, I had was if I was going to be Marcus Mariota, I might consider actually because Baker is in Tampa Bay now in this, going to Tampa Bay and fighting for that job. That would be kind of dope. Right. So you have the 20 – you have the 2015 second overall pick going to the – team that drafted the 2015 first overall pick he's saying hey this is my team now okay because we know even if baker goes there he's still probably going to be he's going to need to get a deal done afterwards right or but probably won't get which that's interesting too is like what what would you pay for baker like if you're cleveland right now or, like, because you know what he's going to ask for, but you, you can't give that to him. Okay, let's actually do this exercise quick. So, I don't want to use Mahomes as the – Mahomes is an outlier because his contract is so crazy. Let's say the top two quarterback makes 40 million. He's, like, 45. Let's go 40. What is Baker worth? The way the QB market is, is like he's going to even ask for like 25, 20. Oh, I think he's going to ask for 30. He's going he's gonna to ask for 30, yeah. And like you, if you pay Baker Mayfield $30 million, yeah. here's the thing he leaves, you, this is, and this is the thing with Baker is like, what, what is it? You had an all pro wide receiver who just won a Super Bowl. It was a big reason why they had it. You couldn't make it work. You had another all pro wide receiver in there who gets a hundred catches a year. You have two, maybe three starting caliber tight ends. You have the best offensive line of football. You have the best backfield in football, a top three back in there. You have the best 
defensive lineman in the league. You have uh, a great young secondary. You have, uh, especially after they drafted Jeremiah uh, Owosu Koromoa last year, you have great linebackers. You have you have a coach of the year. Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams. What? But sometimes I think we forget how loaded that team is. Exactly. And like the one position that's holding them back is QB. But if you pay Baker 30 million, then bye bye Kareem Hunt, bye bye Jarvis. You know, when Greedy Williams wants to get paid, he's gone. Grant Delpit out. Like Wyatt Teller out. I think Baker has earned 20 and the reason I say that is because I, I'm going 20 as the base average quarterback. Not you. I'm just looking. Oh, I can see Kyle. <laughs> but I think there's a big jump in skill from a $25 million quarterback to $30 million. Yeah, I'm, I'm grading it more million difference if that makes sense yeah no like i know what you and that's just the it's the, that's kind of just how like the market is like it's not there was and rich this isn't a drive-by it's going to sound like one there was a time when kirk cousins was far and away the highest paid quarterback in football like it, it's not necessarily based on skill but like what would you how long would you give him a contract i guess that's the thing well, well, that's like, if i was dealing with baker i would i would Pick up his fifth-year option and give him a one-year to prove it. And if he sucks, then yeah. you then you let him walk. And if he if he plays good ball, which he has in the past, like uh, this last year, not so much, but last two year before, year that, before yeah. he like in the last like ten games of the season, he was he was a, he was, he was great quarterback. Yeah, he play it or not. No, he absolutely. Was. So if he sucks, you let him walk. And if he, it sucks to say if he's good for one year, then yeah, you sign him, but. Realistically, two years, but or sorry, uh, ideally two years. Realistically, probably four years. Yeah. Okay, so let's get off of that. What do we want to do with Marcus Mariota? Chicago. Put him on. Uh, I actually really like the Chicago idea. Chicago. I I, I really like. Yep. Let's let's do. It. We'll put him to Chicago then. Yeah, him and Fields are both like they're not necessarily like super thick guys, but they're similar builds. That's like similar play styles. Similar play styles. So then what we have left over here is we have Carson Strong and Bailey Zappi are the two quarterbacks left in the draft. Probably at this range, they're going to go later. Is there any teams that we want to maybe see, give these guys a shot for? I have one in mind, but... Do you have an idea for Carson Strong? Either one of them, I could say. But I could see in, like, the fourth or fifth round, the Titans just taking a shot on a guy. I, I could see that, too. I think Carson Strong will probably go before that, but I know what you're saying. Like, I, because, like you said, I think, we, I think it was before we started actually recording, you'd said, like, you know, the Titans, you could make the argument they need a quarterback, but because of the Tannehill contract, they can't do it yet. So, yeah, that makes sense if they had a guy waiting. I think, personally, Bailey Zappi's kind of dog shit. I think the only reason anyone knows him is just because he set the college football passing record. But I think he's honestly pretty trash. It's one of those things where it's, like, definitely quantity over quality. Um, the, almost the Jameis thing. 
except for like he doesn't have the cool workout videos, so it's worse. <laughs> so I don't we, know. We can choose, but Bailey Zappi's undrafted. Like we don't have to move him on a team. <laughs> Like, don't, for all we know, he might go undrafted for real. Like, there's been better Bailey, quarterbacks than him for sure. Bailey Zappi, honestly, would probably be better off to pursue whatever his major was in college. I so for, for how bad you're grilling him, I'm just gonna cross him off the list as undrafted. Don't even get gonna win offensive. <laughs> oh, he's he's about to like dwarf Tom Brady, but yeah, so figure out where we want. Carson Strong to go. I like the Tennessee idea. I could even see them taking a shot in like the second or third. I have no argument. I, I don't know much about that. Yeah. Yes, he I, might he might have a really bad knee and that might drop him even more, but yeah. We'll just put him to the Titans for now and see if Ryan Tannehill can make some magic with him. Yeah, because I mean, even uh, I mean you you draft a QB in the second or third, it's kind of an incentivizer for your aging, slightly declining starting quarterback to be like, hey, pick it up or retire. Well, it doesn't even have to be a mess. It might just be a succession. Yeah. Like say, so you know you're yeah. not like, getting are they goal. are they yeah, are they realistically gonna re-sign Ryan Tannehill? Probably not. They shouldn't. I think he earned the contract he got over. Are you ready to go over this list that we made? I think we should. Let's. So what we got is we have Derek Carr staying with the Las Vegas Raiders. We have Jimmy Garoppolo heading to Cleveland to man up the Browns and hopefully just hand the ball off to Nick Chubb. We have Baker Mayfield bathing in dysfunction in Tampa Bay. We have Kirk Cousins getting traded to the, the Carolina Panthers to hopefully make a run of that. Something else, get a new start for the Vikings. We have Carson Wentz, big arm, the arm that John Elway dreams about going to mile high in Denver. We have Malik Willis, the project, the biggest project, but most upside quarterback going to Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, we have Mitch Trubisky going with Dayball. Maybe having a battle, maybe playing backup until he wins a job. We don't know. Mitch Trubisky to the Giants. We have Sam Howell, True Jr. getting taken by the Falcons to develop behind Matt Ryan. We have Deshaun Watson beating the prison charges and heading to the Commanders. We have Desmond Ritter getting taken by the Texans because why not? What are they going to do? We have the Saints picking Kenny Pickett to probably play behind Jameis Winston, I assume, for a bit, but we don't know that. You seen his videos? <laughs> yeah, he's back. He's been running on the treadmill with the water weightless thing or whatever. See, <laughs> <laughs> we have Ryan Fitzpatrick breathing down Kellen Mond's neck with the Vikings. <sighs> we have Teddy Bridgewater bridging another water path with the Colts to find just relevancy, just to be competent to hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. We have Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay to probably win that division for four more years. We have the Lions keeping Goff, but bringing in Tyrod Taylor to see what they got there. A journeyman, a guy who can breathe down his neck as well. A lot of neck breathing going. We have Russell Wilson sticking with the Seahawks, trying to make a run of it again. We have Andy Dalton being ready to back up uh, to a tongue of Iloa with the Dolphins. We have Marcus Mariota 
ready, willing, and able if Justin Fields uh, fails or dies in Chicago, and Carson Strong later on in the draft to be taken to the Titans. I like it. I have a quick question for you guys. I think like 80% of those are pretty fair, pretty accurate. Of our two wildest ones, what is more likely to happen? Baker to Tampa or Deshaun not going to prison? What's more likely to happen? What's more likely? More likely is Baker Stanley. <laughs> really? I said realistically, I think Deshaun escaping prison is more I likely. I think so, too. I think, honestly, realistically, Deshaun has a better shot of getting out of prison than Baker does going to Tampa. I, I, I agree with you guys. That's our QB roadmap yeah. for right now. Most of those seem pretty realistic. Some of them maybe not so much, but it sure would be an interesting season to see those guys in different uniforms, but that's, that's the QB roadmap. See, and maybe it's the off season optimist in me, but it's like every off season, it's like, Oh my God, there's going to be 50 guys in new uniforms next year. It's going to be insane. And then it'll be like, Holy shit. Sam Darnold signed with the box. <laughs> and, but I really do hope it feels like this year's a bit different. And I've probably said that last year and the year before, but I don't know. It feels like, There are, and I feel like especially this season, Dave, plug your ears. um, We saw Brady switch teams win the chip. We saw Stafford switch teams win the chip. Like being aggressive does win, does win, and teams see that now. So why not go and make the get the trade, get the guy? Um, But yeah, with that being said, that was our booth QB roadmap. I am sure we're gonna have fun. Um, I hated that I said fun, but it, it was fun off-season activities for you guys. Um, this was like this. Hey, Dave, this was a good idea. This was a this was a fun one. I had really I had a lot of fun doing this. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we will have a bunch more off-season content. Of course, we got the draft coming up and free agency, and like we said, we have the combine watching pro athletes or actually amateur athletes attempting to become pro athletes run really fast jump really high and bench a lot of weight um love this time of year like i love the season i love making our picks and stuff but the off season anything is possible right now that's that's the best part remember guys resign jesse bates hey resign jesse bates sign jesse sign Jesse, Jesse Bates. Bates. Rich, that's the title of this episode, and we didn't say it until the last sentence of the show. So the whole time, it's like, what in the hell? Like, You're talking about actually, quarterbacks. <laughs> and it's just a plea to re-sign strong safety, Jesse Bates. Oh, okay. Here, here's how it's actually going to end. You guys ready for this ending? Yep. Take us out, Dave. Jesse Bates is 25 years old, and he's already topped PFF had the highest rank defensive ranking in the playoffs. This guy is a team leader. He's a young guy that we developed on our own. He's going to be the leader of this defense that helps the Bengals win a Super Bowl. We need Jesse Bates and we need him like I need air. Do you understand that? I bought the damn shirt that has Jesse Bates on the back. Cincinnati re-signed that man. I don't want to see him on a tank. I want to see him with a big fat stacks and the Brinks truck backed up into his house. All the Bengals players do too. BJ Hill, Mike Hilton, 
CJ Uzo, I'm on and on and on. They've been asking and telling, hey, we need Jesse Bates back. That's our guy. Bring him back because I don't want the t-shirt to go out of style for like 10 years. I didn't buy it to not be able to wear it. So re-sign Jesse Bates. It's time. No tag bullshit. Re-sign him before the 8th. I need to hear the news this week. Thanks a lot. Boom. Oh, the damn t-shirt. Boom. You can follow us at the booth EC on Twitter and Instagram. Resign Jesse Bates. You can find all our socials. Go buy the merch. We won't get into it, but you are going to want to buy the merch, especially the uh, new stuff we have out there. And honestly, I just feel like, hey, be a good person. <laughs> be a good person. That's it. Um, yeah. And uh, make sure you check out on our merch store our current fundraising efforts for yes. the humanitarian humanitarian efforts in Ukraine right now. Uh, Three dollars from every one of our special edition shirts will go to the Red Cross humanitarian efforts for Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Just hey, be a good person. Go. Let's all just have fun and talk sports and be good people. Who gives a fuck? We will talk to you guys later. Resign Jesse Bates. Thank you for listening to the Booth Podcast.